You're listening to the Make Chic Happen Podcast with your hosts, Melanie Mitro and Katie Ursta, where we navigate the messy middle of building a business and all the work that goes into designing a life you love. Melanie Mitro built a seven-figure network marketing empire while working at the kitchen table, raising her boys and trying not to lose her mind. Melanie loves chatting all things marketing, time management, and leadership development. Katie created the foundation of her seven-figure business while teaching full-time, battling cancer, raising her boys and avoiding all things laundry. Katie's got you covered with social media storytelling and impact-driven income. We're building a business right alongside you, giving you the inside scoop to the reality of entrepreneurship, the good, the bad, and the really, really messy middle. We're not letting you build your business alone. Pull up a chair, grab your coffee, and let's make chic happen. Now, here's your hosts, Melanie and Katie. Well, hello, everyone. What is up? It is Katie Ursta of the Make Chic Happen podcast, and I am riding solo this evening. It actually is an evening while I am recording this. Um, Definitely don't usually do recordings in the evening, but with the week that I have had, this is kind of the time that has permitted me (laughs) to be able to do so. And I'll just set the scene for you right now. My little one is having some allergy issues. And so he was in bed a little bit earlier, had a really, really restless night last night. And then my other son is actually at a hockey tournament with his dad out of state, out in Ohio. And so as crazy as this week has been, I have found myself needing to really reevaluate priorities and making sure that I get the work done when it's needed and not necessarily when it's convenient. So here I am on a Saturday night recording the Make Chic Happen podcast in my comfy clothes, my PJs, my... Oh gosh, my acne cream is on. Um, My hair is in a top knot. Contacts out, and this is this is what it is. And I want to set that stage because I actually actually came across this picture of an event that I had gone to last year. It was it was our Coach Summit event, and I found myself signing kind of like you know, sad that that event in particular, just, it was a live workout. It was a picture of about a hundred people on our team. And we had just finished a live workout and we were all wearing the same shirts and the shirts just happened to be every sweat matters. And so if you have been following me or, you know, much about this, every sweat matters was actually started after I had battled cancer as a way, as a movement to raise funds for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And in doing that, it also created this movement and it's grown over the past, incredibly over the past five, five and a half years and has made a profound impact on the lives of other people. And and we've been able to raise funds and it's just got me thinking about just the big picture of hard seasons. And it really got me thinking about even when I was going through the most difficult time in my life, and that was battling stage four cancer, it got me thinking about how during that hard season of my life, it is actually when the foundation of my business was really, really built and 
I think the reason it was is because I didn't have time to do any of the extras and I only had time to focus on the things that mattered most. So anyways, I I get to thinking about this picture and then I get to thinking about everything that's happening right now and just the way that my inbox seems to be filled with a lot of people who are at that point. It's, It's almost like the breaking point. It's that point of, I just don't think I can or I'll pick up my business when it gets easier. And one of the most common is, Something's got to give, and this seems to be the easiest thing for it to be. And so it has taken a good four weeks of school, which, by the way, I have no idea how my kids have been, quote unquote, back in school for five, for four weeks. But it's taken me four weeks to really actually start finding a rhythm to the day, and it's not perfect. You see, my kids are actually in school every single day, but they are in school for half of the time. And so they go in the afternoons around 1230 and they are back at 330. And over these past four weeks, my husband and I have been really trying to find some way to make all of the things work and still manage to get in work. So what's working for me right now, and I'll be honest with you, it's not a long-term sustainable solution, but it really is the best for what I can do. And so I'm going to describe how that looks for me right now, but I was reading a while back. It's actually for any entrepreneur, probably the best book I could recommend. It's called Good to Great. It's by Jim Rohn. And if you've not read that, get your earbuds, get an audible, go read the book. But he talks in the book about this phenomenon known as the Stockdale paradox. And so you might be shaking your head. Maybe you know a little bit about it. But if you don't, it was actually named. uh, He came about this name after he had heard the story of a man named James Stockdale. He was actually a Vietnam POW. So he was a prisoner of war. And the main gist of this idea is that you need a healthy balance of realism with optimism. So here this guy is, he's a prisoner of war and he was held captive, I think for, for seven years, he was tortured. The the conditions were pretty horrific. It was really grim circumstance, but he actually managed to stay alive. And when he was asked about his survival, Stockdale explained that you cannot confuse faith that you will prevail in the end, which you can never afford to lose with the discipline to confront the most brutal facts of your current reality, whatever they might be. So when I think about this, it's it's really just you want to hope for the best, but you need to acknowledge and actually prepare for the worst. And this brings me to 2020, right? This brings me to 2020 and the juggle of a working mom and a homeschooling mom and the conditions of the unknown. And many of us are admitting full 100% that this is really, really hard. And so I do this post and I was thinking about this Stockdale thing and I do this post the other day and I was thinking about a cup. I had a cup of coffee, but there was no coffee left in it. And I was thinking about how often I actually hear the phrase from people like you can't pour from an empty cup. 
And I don't know why, but I was like mad about that statement. I was so like mad with the cliche and like, oh, it's just how, like there is literally nothing left in my cup. And so I took my cup, right? I took my cup of coffee and I was like, see, you can pour. You actually can pour from an empty cup, but you actually aren't going to get anything out of it. So there it was, my mug and him a hand, and it was empty. Well, it was almost empty. It had like a little splash of coffee left in it. And because I was thinking about the grim reality of our life right now is, and just the the reality of is a lot of us are running on empty and we're expecting to pour out an entire cup full of coffee and we're pouring it and we're shaking it up and we're struggling because like we can't get anything out. But my thing is, and what I want to share here is that if you want to get something out, you need to first put something in. And so this is what I wrote. I wrote, you can't pour from an empty cup. You've heard it. You've said it. We know it. Take care of you. Noted. Except it's kind of a lie because you can. You can pour from an empty cup. You can actually pour the empty cup, but nothing is going to come out. Nothing is going to come out. However, you can pour from a cup that contains cold, forgotten, overly microwaved, day-old coffee. You can start with less than perfect. You can take three minutes when you really want to take three hours. You can add value when you don't think it hours. Your day-old coffee is better than no coffee, even if the grinds are swimming in the bottom. My point is this. It matters that you show up for you imperfectly for you. And a woman in my organization, she actually emailed me or messaged me. I think it was on Facebook. She messaged me about it. And she said, you know, I'm really, I'm really, really struggling. I feel myself just slowly shutting down and needing to step back from social media, but I don't want to quit on my business. It's so hard when I'm overwhelmed and I feel like I truly have nothing to pour out. And guys, I get it. I get it right now. It can be hard. And that you wonder if maybe starting again when it's easier or when school gets back to normal or when you feel like it's just going to be more convenient, then will be the right time to lean in. And you can't look at it that way, right? You have to do what you can with what you have in the time that you have. And I repeat again, you can take three minutes when you really want to take three hours. You can add value when you don't think it matters. You can start with less than perfect situations. You see, so often we have that Stockdale paradox in our own lives where we just have on this optimism of this will get easier when, when after November in January, when, because the truth is we don't know when, when is. So my big thing is do what you can with what you've got. So this is the advice that I gave to her that I'm living out right now. There are three things that I find to be incredibly critical to my growth of my business. And I have been able to continue to see 
income growth throughout the year of 2020 when against all odds, it seems like the world is working against me. And I have not done that because I'm overly optimistic, but I am incredibly in tune with the things that are happening right now. And so these three things are really what are permitting me to move my business forward while still managing to be home with my kids and homeschooling them. I I don't have a nanny, not that there's anything wrong with that, but in our current situation and circumstance, that is not where we are, is, is this. It's three things. It is Google, it is grace, and it is God. It is three things. And I'm gonna break those down for you because I know that Melanie and I don't tend to talk faith But God, when I talk about God, is just the universal truth that there is something bigger in the works here and that something good is going to come from it. And believing that my role in this time that I am here, I'm here for a reason, for a season, for a purpose, is not because life is happening to me but because there is light that I can bring to the world in an otherwise dark time. And I think the same of anybody who is listening to this podcast right now is you are a light in this season because of something that you have to offer. And life isn't happening to you. It really is happening for you. And that simple belief has held me to this higher standard of saying I need to show up It's why it's 9.06 on a Saturday night when I could be watching Netflix that I'm on this podcast, that I'm sending this message out because I do believe someone will take these words and go, I can do something with them. It's that optimism that something good is going to happen, but being in tune with the present circumstance. So God is absolutely at the heartbeat of helping me get through this season. I can't just skirt around it. It it really is a entirely difficult season and there's a lot of unknowns and there isn't an end date as to when there's going to be a quote unquote normal part of life. So God, the second that I want to talk about is just this idea of grace. And let's actually break it down because there's a difference between gracing it and giving up. So gracing it is when you say, this might be my goal and I will achieve this goal, but this is what I have right now that I can do to work towards that goal. And it's being in tune with and in touch with what you actually have versus just putting your hands in the air and saying, now is not the time I can't do it. So set those goals. When it comes to gracing, we set goals that can be met with the time we have right now. Grace is just defined, is defined as just like finding a way to take some type of action, even if it's less than perfect or ideal. It's really just saying, I can't do it all, but here are the things that I can do with what I have. And so for me, what that means is I sit with a tablet in front of me and I have this like ongoing just checklist of things that I know are important But I also know this is a working list. This is not a list that necessarily is going to 
get everything crossed off today. It is not a list that I can get done in three hours that I can necess- that I can work my business. It is a list that takes a little bit more time, but it is a working list. And as I continue to cross off, more things go on the list. And it's that acknowledgement of knowing I can't do it all, but being able to say, here are the things that I can do with the time that I do have. So ask yourself that same question. Am I working from a list? Am I gracing myself and understanding that I might not be able to cross all the things off, but I can cross off one thing. I can maybe cross off two things and continue to work through that list. Giving up, on the other hand, is making the decision to not take action. Grace is action. Giving up is inaction. And when you don't take any action, you're giving up. It's not grace. Grace is saying, this is what I can do with the time that I do have. You know, if you're a business owner and you're like, okay, well, can you walk me through what grace actually looks like? For example, maybe you have a business activity tracker and everybody says to you, this needs to get done every single day. You have to do this, no doubt, just come hell or high water, it has to be crossed off every list, every day. You have to cross everything off your list. You have to have the grace to say, I might not be able to get to my tracker every day, but five days a week are better than no days a week. You might not be able to invite 10 people to your business opportunity call every single day this week, but three invites are better than none. You might not be able to get a 30-minute workout in, but 10 minutes is better than none. Do you see the difference between grace, which is action-based, and giving up, which is just totally not taking action at all? Where are you right now in your business? It is a decision to give yourself grace and it is a decision to actually give up. When you think about where you want to be one year from now, six months from now, grace is going to get you towards that point. Giving up is not. Grace yourself. Don't give up on yourself right? And then let's talk about the last one, which is, is Google. So I, I was laughing about this with my son because fifth grade math and I aren't, we're not best friends. We, we actually don't even really like each other. I don't know if I just have really blacked out that part of my life with my dad, at, you know, helping me with math homework, or it's just not something that I necessarily want to do. And at one point, my he's working on conversions and he my son looks at me and he's like, mom, that's cheating. You're using Google. And I looked at him and I said, it is not cheating. Google actually is what has permitted me to be incredibly successful in life. So if you don't know the answer to something, by all means, child, you can Google it. And we kind of laughed about it. And it was sort of one of those things that I was kind of half joking about, but I was also half serious about because if I could give advice to anyone who's trying to figure something out, it's to Google it. Go on to Google and actually get advice and strategies and tips. Be very specific in your search and actually Google it. Google it is how I am helping my child 
with fifth grade math homework. Google is how I am going over best ways to teach my kid spelling, the most appropriate way to help him with his spelling list. Google is helping me be better at what I do. And it is in business, in life, in whatever. So when I say Google, Grace, and God, that is really what is helping me through this season. So you guys, I know that Melanie has really become for me even just this guru of of time management. And you could listen to any YouTube video she's done. You could listen to our podcast. You could become a member of the Chic Influencer community and you are going to be given tips and strategies for how to create an incredible business. But the only way you're going to do it if you feel like you have other obligations in life is to embrace exactly where you are right now by giving yourself grace and not giving up. You lean in now, you show up now, you support people now, you offer what you have now and you stop trying to do it when the time is perfect, when the cup is full. You cannot get there by trying to be perfect because it won't be ever. So grace yourself, friend. Grace will get you there. Giving up won't. Stop just stressing over what you can't do and get intentional about what you can do. Work with a timer, work from a tracker, focus on accounts and groups that create growth, not frustration. In other words, stop scrolling and watching what other top in industry are doing if you're not implementing And I want you to know the one thing that I read and in Jim Rohn's book, Good to Great, when they were talking about Stockdale, he was interviewed and and he asked, you know, how did the optimists fare in the camp? And this is how he responded. Who didn't make it out? Oh, that's easy. Stockdale said, the optimists, the optimists. I don't understand I said, now completely confused, given what he'd said in a hundred meters earlier, the optimist, oh, the ones, they were the ones who said, we're going to get out by Christmas and Christmas would come and Christmas would go. And then they'd say, we're going to be out by Easter and Easter would come and Easter would go and then Thanksgiving, and then it would be Christmas again. And then they died a broken heart. I want you to think about that right now. If you're waiting for the right time, for when it's easier, for when life seems to be a little bit more business friendly, or you're waiting for the stars to align or the kids to go back full time or whatever that situation is, I want you to think about what he said. When your working begins, when something falls into place, it's never going to start. You're never going to be able to get there. And you're going to die with this this dream on your heart that you never really lived out. You can't do that. And I get that it's not easy. I also get you have a choice. You can embrace the season of hardship. You can lean into the action you can take, or you can wait until it's easier or more convenient. But I caution you, If it's not COVID or or homeschool or a fear, it will be something. This presence, being present, working in the present, although it might be imperfect and although it might feel like you have a drop of coffee left, 
although it might feel like it's a Saturday night and you are sitting in front of the computer with your acne cream just bumping (laughs) and your top knot looking a little bit rough, working imperfectly creates progress. This being present is your gift, but it's not your guarantee. So sister, I hope, I hope you know how much Melanie and I are rooting for you, but we also hope you know that you have to take action, even if it's imperfect, even if it means that you really want to move the mountains, you're only moving a molehill. Just move forward. Keep going. You have got this. So rooting for you. Thank you for listening to the Make Chic Happen podcast with your hosts, Melanie Mitro and Katie Ersta. If you loved our podcast, be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.